So today we're talking about the testimony of the believer. Mm. Um, we decided to go back to the beginning because we are, we are going to delve into deeper topics. And we cannot delve into de deeper topics unless we are sure that you've, we've understood everything that we've been sharing so far. What, does it, what is your testimony as a believer? What does a believer believe? I mean, let me go to the questions. What does it mean to be a believer? If you say you're a believer, what is your testimony? What does it mean to be a Christian? Is Christianity a religion? What is our identity as believers? What is the core story of a believer? We started noticing from the questions that were being asked back to us that maybe it is possible that a testimony that we are supposed to know and have as, our, as believers, some of us don't know it, some of us have yet to embody it, some of us are not yet at a place where if we are to teach it to people, we could do it. This gospel we have received is not to be competing lights in the church. Mm. The church does not need your light. Go out and shine in the world. Because there are too many competing lights in the church, that's why people are, the church seems to be blind. We are supposed to be the lights to the world. Mm. But can you accurately proclaim this gospel that you know? Do you know what it means when, you, when they say you are, you are eternally loved? Do you know what it means when they say that you are eternally forgiven? Do you know what the sacrifice of Christ means? Do you know the why of the faith? Mm. Why did Christ have to die? Why him? Why then? Why not another person? Why at that point in time? What are the whys of your faith? How? How did it happen? What is the how of your faith? If you do not know your why, when life asks you questions, when life questions the, the life in you, are you strong enough? Mm. When life asks you difficult questions, are you able to answer? Mm. It's people who know their life that can conquer over life. The aim of life is to frustrate the Christ that you say you represent. But do you know enough of your why to remain standing? So, why? Mm. How did Christ die? What does his death represent? How is Christianity a lifestyle and not a religion? In the next three sessions or three weeks or three, whichever, how it goes, we're trying to address all these things to come to a point that we know our testimony as believers. And this is our testimony. At least the part we're trying to address this week before we come to a definite definition of our testimony. This is, we are loved 
with the love of God. We are saved from the slavery of sin. We are justified in the judgment of God. We are reconciled in the righteousness of Christ. And we are adopted in the anointing of the Spirit. And we are glorified in the goodness of God. Today we're going to address the first two. Love with the love of God. And saved from the slavery of sin. Let's start with that. The foundational reason of Christ's death is love. The foundational reason of our faith is love. The prerequisites, the standard, the justification of everything of the why of God for us is love. The why of God is not Christ. The why of God is love. The why of God led to a how. That how is Christ. Mm. The why of God is love. The how of God is Christ. The what of God is death, barrier, and resurrection. I'm repeat that again. The why of God is love. Mm. The how of God is Christ. The what of God is death, burial, resurrection. The when of God is at the cross. Mm. So, all this. Now let's go to John 3.16 and we'll break it down a bit more. Is everyone tracking? Is it making sense of it? Okay. Let's go to John 3.16. Let me switch the tabs. John 3.16. If you're, if you're there, say, uh-huh, uh-huh. So it says, For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten Son, so that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. Look at that sentence, sentence that statement. Mm -hmm. The qualifier of that statement is love. For God so greatly loved is the why. That he gave his only begotten son is the how. That whosoever believes in him as Savior shall not perish. Their perishing is based on his finished work. So that is the what? His finished work. Eternal life. The word of God, which happened at the cross. Is the last part. It is important. For these four things mm -hmm. to culminate our belief. Mm. Using this phrase alone, let's take that. If you do not know the why, if you don't know that you are loved by God, mm. even if you know Christ, even if you have received Christ, you will constantly try to earn, be trying to earn love because you don't know worth. 
you don't see why you are worth the sacrifice of Christ. Mm. You cannot point to a reason why you are worth Christ. And you will constantly engage with Christ like you are unworthy of him. Mm. Whereas while you were yet sinners, mm. before you were born, mm -hmm. in, your, in the worst of your sin, in the depth of your depravity, he deemed you worth mm. God. So for God, mm -hmm. so remember, God is love. Yep. So any love that you receive that does not look like God is abusive love. Mm. So if someone says, I love you, you should be able to take out that love and say, I God you. And if you cannot change it, that means the love does not reflect the nature of the Father and that is not love. Mm. It cannot be abusive, it cannot be ca calculated, it cannot be for your own pleasure, but it has to be according to his will so that the person can testify of, the, of God's love through your love in them. Mm. So, for God so greatly God mm. and dearly prized the world mm -hmm. that he gave up God so that the only begotten God, whosoever believes in the only begotten God, should be reconciled into God. Mm. We are not even in the story. It is God's love. Mm -hmm. God prized. God gave God that wh whoever believes will be reconciled into the nature of God. Mm. The God experience is founded on love. Mm. Come on. The God experience of the believer mm. is founded on love. Mm. No one comes. To the testimony of rest mm. without a foundation of love. Come on. No one comes mm -hmm. to the testimony of rest yeah. without a foundation of love. My God. It is love that helps the believer receive the fullness of Christ. Because there is a love in God mm -hmm. that gave us the person of Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's the assurance of that love in Christ mm -hmm. that sent Christ to the cross. Mm. And it is that assurance, and because of that same love in the cross, that caused Christ to sacrifice his life to bring us to the knowledge of him in love. Mm. Because eternal life is the knowledge of God in the person of Christ. Yep. So we know him in mm -hmm. the beauty of his holiness and the fellowship of his suffering and in the power of his resurrection so that we can know the love of God for us in, in Christ, Christ Jesus. Mm. So the foundational testimony of a God experience. Right. Is in the love revelation. The foundational testimony of a God experience mm -hmm. is in the love revelation. revelation. Do you know you are loved? Mm. Do you know you are greatly loved and dearly prized by God? Mm. If you do not know that, you cannot appropriately and accurately receive Christ. You will think there's still a payment you have to pay. Mm. There's something you have to do. There's something you have to add to. It's an effort you have to make mm. to be deemed worthy mm. by God. My God. So let's imagine that you love, you know that you are loved, and you know about Christ. Right. If you do not know what happened, you will think that there's something you still have to add to the finished work to help the work be finished. Mm. Because it might be finished, but it's not done. My God. It might be done, but it's not complete. It might be complete, but it's not over. It might be over, but it's not ended. You'll still be looking for a way to finish the end at the end of it. Mm. 
So, to understand the Jesus plus nothing testimony of the believer, mm -hmm. the why has to be believed, mm. the how has to be understood, the what has to be recognized, and the when has to be realized. Mm. This is how the testimony of the believer is received. Are we tracking people? This making sense. Mm. Are we in agreement to this? So, to fully understand this testimony, mm -hmm. we are going back to the beginning. We are going back to understand how man, should I say, abrogated his authorities, mm -hmm. gave it up. How man became subject to sin. I want us to understand two things here. Two beings I want us to take into, two beings I want to know. I want us to know. The being called the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. The being called the spirit of sin. I want us to understand that sin is not just an action. Sin is both a nature and an entity. Sin has desires. The desires of sin are executed in through the, the flesh. So this is why it is important that for the believer who has believed in the love of God to submit to the Holy Spirit who now exhibit this, his fruit through your flesh. Mm. So you have a choice mm -hmm. to be led by the spirit of sin right. or to be led by the, the essence of Christ, which is the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. to live by breath or to die in flesh. Mm. You have a choice as a believer. Which one shall you take? I present you today, mm -hmm. life or death, mm -hmm. choose life. To, that statement brings us back to the garden. Will you choose the tree of life or will you choose the tree of good and evil? Defining your reality by the perspective of your moral morality when you cannot see all perspectives and are subject to your individuality. Hmm. What will it be? How will you choose to see? Now let's see how sin is a being and let's see how breath is also another being. And to, for a, for a, for People, we die hmm. when, when breath ceases, not oxygen. Hmm. We die, or mm -hmm. we start to die as believers mm -hmm. when breath ceases. We were already dead when flesh reigned. Hmm. Let's remember, I think it was it Isaiah, let's say this, the seven spirit, this, see, there is the Holy Spirit, and there are the spirits that there's the, there are the, the, there are the natures that come with him. Mm -hmm. There's wisdom, mm -hmm. there's knowledge, mm -hmm. there's understanding, mm -hmm. there's godly counsel, mm -hmm. there's the fear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. These are all the spirit, he's these are these are all the natures that appear in a man or that are received by a man when he's embodied or he's filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Any morality. Mm -hmm. Any de definition of good mm -hmm. outside of your outside of him, any good outside God is subject. You are you are eating of the tree of the good and evil. Mm. That's why the Bible says it's a way they appear right to the man, but the end of it is destruction thereof. Right. So we're gonna to go to um Genesis 4 7. Yes, Isaiah eleven. Thank you, Dr. Becky. Oh, thank you. 
Isaiah 11, 2 to 3. Okay, we can see Isaiah 11. Hmm? It's actually not seven spirits. I, if we investigate that word, I'm sure that it's Gaia because it is the Holy Spirit and these are the, the spirits that he showcases. Mm -hmm. Which is, yeah. Which is, yeah, it's not, it's not seven, um, it is Kai, which is. So Isaiah 11, verses 2, and the Spirit of God will rest upon him. So who is the Spirit of God? The Spirit of wisdom and understanding, mm -hmm. the Spirit of counsel and strength, the Spirit of knowledge and reverential and obedient fear of the Lord. So these are the spirits that come. So and he will delight in the fear of the Lord, and he will not judge by what his eyes see, mm -hmm. nor make decisions by what his ears hear. Let me stop there. Outside of the Holy Spirit, you will judge by what your eyes see, mm -hmm. and you will decide by what your ears hear. Is major mistake was the appearance of good she saw. Mm -hmm. In the tree of life, also in the tree of good and evil, she saw and it appeared good. Mm -hmm. We are getting there. So let's start with um, Genesis chapter 4, verse 7. And let's address the first beam that we are talking about two beams here. Genesis chapter. Is it, did I go to Genesis? Or did it, um, okay, Genesis chapter 4, verse 7. Mm. I'm going to read it in actually let me read it in king james version first but read, read it in amplified king james says if you're there say uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Said, if thou does it well <laughs> thou shalt not shall shall that not be accepted context this is the lord talking to cain when he was jealous of abel that god was receiving the gift when abel gave the best of his fruit of he of of his of the seed of the land whatever he did Cain just gave Abel gave his best Cain just gave anything hmm. and he was wondering why so if thou does it well shall thou not be accepted mm -hmm. and thou doesn't if thou does it not well sin lieth at the door mm. and unto thee shall he desire so sin is a being that has a desire has shall be his desire and thou shalt rule over him so sin is a being mm -hmm. sin has a desire mm -hmm. his desire his desires to rule i kind of think about it like um when jesus was talking to peter. when jesus was talking to peter and he said the devil has come for you it is his desire to sift you as wheat but i have prayed for you mm -hmm. when you have overcome turn around and strengthen your brethren so if in that story we agree that the devil has a desire mm -hmm. the devil has an emotion has a desire has whim and we saw him as a living being mm -hmm. so also should we come here and say i'm reading this, if you do well believing me and doing what's acceptable and pleasing to me will not be accepted if you do not do well but ignore my instruction sin crouches at your door its desire is for you to overpower you but you must master it. Law of first mention. Mm. So this is the first time it is mentioned in the Bible, sin. And then it is telling you how sin operates. Mm. Mm. Law of first mention. Mm -hmm. And it is telling you that sin mm -hmm. crouches at the door, the mm -hmm. door of your heart. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm knocking on the door. Open it. Mm -hmm. Instead of opening it to Christ, instead of opening it to sin, open it to Christ. Mm. 
Sin is quite not your deal. It is its desire. So sin has a desire. Mm -hmm. And its desire is to lord over you, to be master over you. Mm -hmm. And if it's a master over you, what are you to it? A slave to it. Mm. So, are we tracking people? Mm -hmm. It is making sense. So, the goal is to learn. Is to... Let me pause there. This is the first being. Mm -hmm. Sin, who rules, who is a master. Mm -hmm. And but we now have to understand how sin became a master. Mm -hmm. There must be a, there must be proof in the Bible that the one you obey is master over you. Mm. Somewhere in the Bible it must show us that the one you obey mm -hmm. is the Lord over you. So Let's go back to Genesis. Uh, no, before we even go back to let's go to Job. I'm going to go to Job chapter, Job 32 verse, verse 8. I'm reading the CJB. Job 32 verse 8. I'm complete Jewish. CJB. Job chapter 32 verse 8. If you're there, say, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Job 32 verse 8. Hmm. It says, but it is the spirit in a person, mm -hmm. the breath from Shaddai, mm -hmm. that gives him understanding. We just checked what the what the Holy Spirit does. We just checked that the spirit of God, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of godly counsel. So, but it's the spirit in a person, the okay. breath from Shaddai. So the Holy Spirit is also the breath of God. Mm. Let's remember that Job is comes before Genesis. Job is the oldest book of the Bible. Mm -hmm. So this is the first mention of the spirit the breath of god technically mm -hmm. because this is the first book of the bible job is older than genesis so but it is the spirit in the person the breath of shaddai mm -hmm. that gives him understanding so which means to understand what breath is we must know that the holy spirit is the breath of god mm. so the first explanation of breath is ascribed to the person of the Holy Spirit. Mm. That's why Ezekiel can these dry bones rise. By the breath, mm -hmm. the dry bones rose and became an army. The breath commanded wind to make living the army of God. Mm. It's breath that makes living. It's oxygen that makes a life. Mm. Two different things. Alive is different from living. Because you can be alive and be existing. Mm. You can be alive and be sur sur surviving. But I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Mm -hmm. Let's go to Gen let's go back to Genesis. I'm going back to Amplify. I'm gonna to go to Genesis. Hmm? Are people tracking? Are we are we are people understanding? Really quiet today. Everyone everyone is very quiet today. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, and then 15 to 17. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, and then we'll do 15 to 17. Is everyone tracking? Is everyone still here? Are you all this making sense? Everyone seems quiet today. Okay. So, 7. Genesis 
Mr. Heron, do you have a question? Or do you have uh, you do want to say something? Oh, okay, I'll just uh, thumbs up. Okay, my bad. So you had a question. Then the Lord God mm. formed, that is, created the body of man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Mm. And the man became a living being, an individual complete in body and spirit. So, tracking from where we came from, from the verse we just came from in scripture, that goes to mean that when all the animals were created, they had oxygen, but we had breath. Mm. None of them received the breath of life because from where they were created, they had their sustenance. Fish sustained by water. Birds in the air, plants upon the ground. We were breathed into, since we are of his image and likeness, we must be sustained by him who we are of his image and him who we are of his likeness. There must be a guide. There must be a compass so that we can understand what is required and be as he is in this world. Mm. If we are to dominate, if we are to dominate and multiply his nature, there must be a way to understand, to have his wisdom, to have his knowledge, to have his understanding, to have his counsel, and to do everything as he would have done it. That is why there had to be a spirit of God in man, mm -hmm. that breath of God that gave man understanding. So we receive the spirit at birth. What we received, every, everything that was created was created alive. We were breathed, in, breathed into to be a being complete both in body and spirit. So for us believers, so for us, for, for humans, not even believers, for humans, there are two ways to die. First, by separation in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Then by the loss of oxygen in the body. Because we receive two breaths. The breath in the body mm -hmm. and the breath in the spirit. Is this making sense? Are we all tracking people? So, let's go to 15. For the Lord God took man, took the man he had made, and settled him in the garden of Eden to cultivate and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may freely, unconditionally, eat the fruit from every tree in the garden. Mm. Now, see the description. When God is telling us, when God is speaking to man, he shares with him everything, the, everything every benefit he has. Mm. He lets him see everything that he has freely received mm -hmm. he said in a way that he understands the testimony of the situation that he's in and the identity he has and the authority he has mm. you may freely unconditionally there's no condition there's no limitation to eat the fruit of every tree in the garden then he goes on to say 
but only from the tree of the knowledge, the recognition of good and evil, you shall not eat. Now let, let's 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 pause there. Mm. But who has the spirit of God? Mm -hmm. That spirit that brings wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, like we just read mm -hmm. earlier. So, which means he already has knowledge. He already has understanding. Yep. So, if this is that means this tree provides another kind of knowledge mm. that is not the Holy Spirit. My God. So, it is a way to see outside of God. Hmm. At the cost of intimacy with God. My God. It's like saying, I don't need your knowledge, I can use mine. Mm. I don't need your definition of morality, I can use mine. I don't need your spirit, I can use mine. Mm. That's what the tree represented because they did not choose to eat the tree of life, which is Christ. Mm -hmm. They chose the definition of their morality outside of Christ. So their sin was not just eating of the tree. But a rejection of Christ. Mm. Is this making sense, people? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, Dr. Becky. Rep knowledge of self. Self-consciousness. It was a self-consciousness thing. Mm -hmm. I want to know myself by myself. I want it's like choosing to know myself outside of the one that created me. Mm -hmm. Outside of your mappings, outside of it. Mm -hmm. So if you already had wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. From God's perspective, because you had the breath, you had the spirit that came with all these things. Right. So, what kind of recognition of good and evil are you looking for? Hmm. Just the what did they think? What the evil that was in the name? What did they think that that meant? Because people always ask, how did evil come into the world? Mm -hmm. Evil came when they ate the tree of good and evil. People forget that the tree is named good and, and evil. evil. The tree is not a tree of good. The tree, is, the tree is a tree of good and evil. So, when man ate morality. His individuality tempered with God's prosperity. My God. So he chose to separate, to tamper with God's plans for our reality by choosing to define the plans by his morality. But only from the tree of the knowledge of recognition of good and evil mm -hmm. shall you not eat. And God, see, God described it. In such a way that man understood his greatness and his benefits. Hmm. Now, in the next verse, we are going to see how the devil described the situation. Hmm. He said, "He said, but only in, but on the day, but of sorry, but only on the tree of the knowledge of recognition of good and evil you shall not eat. Otherwise, on the day that you eat from it, you shall most certainly die because of your disobedience." My God. He gave him a reason, hmm. and death there was not loss of oxygen mm. death there was loss of breath mm. which means since you have since you don't need my wisdom you can use yours my god so since they rejected the spirit of god the breath of god they rejected the tree of life they chose their wisdom their knowledge their understanding their counsel they chose all these things outside the spirit of god mm. let's go to genesis 3. is everyone talking Mm -hmm. Am I going too fast? Is it going too deep? Is this, is this everything making sense so far? So outside the manufacturer, okay, there is no evil in God. Amen. Is mm -hmm. Dr. Becky? Mm -hmm. So now the fall of man. Now the serpent was more crafty, subtle, skilled in deceit than any living 
creature of the field which God has made. Let me pause there. Mm. Now, this is the first description of the of the see law of first mention. First description of what the devil or who the devil is. He's crafty. The devil is not powerful. Mm. The devil is not wicked. The devil is crafty. In his in his craftiness, right. he brings about you. It is only it's your brains. His craftiness is his power. He okay. brings you, he uses you, mm-hmm. your own power, your own, your own, your own, the flaws in your character to bring you to your own doom. Mm. He cannot tempt you outside of that which pleases you. Mm. He, he in can, natural is it, thank you, is in your natural proclivities, is your, is your personal peculiarities that he uses as instruments to bring you to that place. Bring people, not you, sorry. <laughs> bring people. This is why, mm. as we started with John 3, 16, it is important to know the why of God. Mm. And the why of God is love. If you don't know that his why is love, a love that gave you Christ, right. a love that caused Christ to go to the cross, a love that dearly priced the world while you are yet sinless, a love that deems you worth God, because God sacrificed God to make sinners sons. Mm. Michelle, do you have a question? Or was that just you raising your hand? No. Lala, do. Hold on. Okay. Hi, guys. Hey, Lala. Um, okay. So, I saw somebody just commented, and I had a question about evil. Mm. So, there's no evil in God. Yes. Where did evil come from? God created the serpent, and the serpent had the evilness, the craftiness, and things in him, right? And the tree, the devil, and the tree was called the tree of good and evil. So where did the evil come from? First, he said, the Lord is light. In him, there is no shadow of turning. So there's no evil or darkness in him. One. Two, the serpents, aka the devil, who was this because this is him passed down. You know, if, if we actually read, um, I don't want to confuse you. Let me, let me just stay, let me stay here and just give you the back backstory. The devil was one. Of the in the archangels, as if you want to describe him that way, of God, he was the angel of worship. Now, he was blessed with the knowledge all of the angels who had have free will. Hmm? So like we do, like we do, they have free will. They have the knowledge of good and evil. So they know this is right to do. This is right not to do. Now, the devil, at some point, seeing all the worship that God was receiving, wanted to be like God. Wanted to have his throne exalted to the highest of level. Mm. Wanted to be worshipped as God is worshipped. He wanted to be the same, take the same glory as God took. So, he was 
This led to him being cast down. And when he was cast out of heaven through the earth to Eden, there was darkness upon the face of the deep. And then God said, let there be light. Light. Hmm. I think it's interesting that Lala asked this question because the, the angels are referred to as light beings. Light beings. So within his casting down, mm -hmm. he was separated yes. from the source of light. Mm -hmm. And in that darkness that he was cast down in, in that darkness was where the evil came from mm -hmm. because so any separation away from light leads into darkness and in darkness evil dwells mm -hmm. so that's the question of where did evil come from when that casting down happened so that's why i said um bless me heaven and, and whatever what to what are the of the hell earth da, 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 da. That was that pronunciation or that pronouncement. That's where that darkness came from. So he, because there are light beings who reflect the light. Mm -hmm. And not being connected to the source means there is no more light to reflect. Mm. So when he was cast down and there was darkness upon the face of the deep, now this is the enemy outside of light. Now, in this place of darkness where the spirit of god is like okay that cannot continue to be how things are now let light come again so christ let's begin this process again, again. so a lot of things that in order because god did not want robots mm -hmm. god wanted sons in his image who will rule like him operate like him or yet choose to fellowship with him right so what did he do first he created them in his image and his likeness he put a God-sized hole in them. Remember, if you read Isaiah, he said to the serpent, you were in Eden. Mm -hmm. So before man was in Eden, the serpent, the devil, was in Eden. He who has been cast out was, in, was cast out and was in Eden. Darkness was upon the face of the deep until light be. So darkness created, I mean, evil was existed before good. Upon the earth, actually, that's not the wrong, it's not the wrong analysis. Upon the earth, upon the earth, that's why he said light be. And there, and remember, the light be not until 23, where there, sun, moon, and stars. The light right. be was a proclamation of Christ and we Christians to come mm -hmm. because we are the light upon of the world. The city set upon the hill. In him, so in him was life, and the life was the light of men. Since he is in us, we now become light to the world. So, two answers. First, evil came to the world by the casting out of, of, the, enemy. of the enemy. So, evil came to the world, but evil did not have authority. Evil started having authority when men chose to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So they activated it. So when you choose 
a knowledge of good outside of God, the cost is evil. Does that make sense? Because it sounds like what I'm here is the darkness existed, but it didn't necessarily have like the nature of evil. But darkness. God created darkness. God was here, was here before everything, right? Of course. He created everything. So upon the earth it was darkness and nothing was there or not the earth but the universe the creation it was just dark nothing was there so god was there <laughs> i mean over, not there over, but over i don't want to crazy yeah oh there was waters he hovered over the waters and said light be right and then he called the light but i'm saying so that existed before the light so was that evil? The darkness was evil. I don't know. I don't, I'm confused myself I, 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 now. I think you know. You, you, I, I, I think we have to be clear a bit yeah. more, a bit more clear. Yes. Go ahead. So the how do Holy Spirit help us? The way that I the way that I hear it, or at least understand it in my spirit, is God because of his capacity as a creator mm -hmm. when he creates each every being that he creates has the capacity to create mm -hmm. now would they create that which is good so it's the intersection of the sovereignty of god and free will is the will i call it the interesting thing about free will is it, it literally can morph into anything hmm. so it's it's like this the sovereignty of god is that everything that happened did not catch him unawares hmm. but the free will action be it angels be it human beings res, results in situations sometimes that are not the desire of god but in his sovereignty and in his nature as a just god he has restrained himself that the his gift is without recompense mm. so the gift of creation is already there it is now what you do with that gift of creation which is why despite the fact that the enemy was cast down the gifts that he had then they weren't taken away from him he, or it was authority that was removed from him. Mm -hmm. And so the way scripture describes it, he didn't, he wasn't cast out a cast down alone. He was cast, cast out, out with, with a, a third. Of, yeah, one, so that one of our three. His gifts, he was skilled enough to convince a third of the stars of heaven, as scripture describes it, to go down with him. So this is a creative person that then used his creativity in a way because again of free will in the way that does not glorify god he's not even the most powerful demon no he's not he's not even um revelation talks about the two that are chained at the bottom of the sea that are more powerful and more wicked than him so he's not the most powerful he's just the most crafty he's 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 adept at deception causing people to go against what was their 
original or the original purpose of their creation. Right. So then back to Lala's point of the darkness was there. The darkness could have become anything. But in the craftiness of the devil, he started working out whatever he wanted to work out there. Now, the Bible doesn't say too much mm -hmm. about these things. So we want to be careful that we are not reading into scripture, but we can deduce from the way that things, because the nature of God is not one that supports darkness or supports evil, because mm -hmm. he clearly says it himself, right? He's the Lord God. There is no shadow of, of turning. turning in him something doesn't have a shadow it is complete light from a to z so out of a mind right mm -hmm. out of a mind that is pure light darkness cannot come out of that yes the beginning of the darkness of the enemy was discontentment the weapon of the enemy for darkness for evil to begin in the heart of man is discontentment Lala, go ahead that was good. We're creators too. He created us to be created. So the darkness, just like you said, those gifts that he had, like, mm -hmm. could be used for anything, right? Just like our personalities mm -hmm. can be used for anything. We're creators. Mm -hmm. When God gave us our talents, our gifts, all that can be used for anything. He chose, or the darkness for him is to keep us blind, right? Mm -hmm. He's the darkness became a tool to keep us blind, so we can't see who we are. We can't mm -hmm. see God. It's the truth, right? Darkness is that, right? So mm -hmm. the light, Jesus became the way, right? And when He mm -hmm. said, "Let there be light," now we could see, right? So let there be Jesus, just like now. Now we are the light of the earth, right? So other mm -hmm. people can see. Other people are blind. Other people can have the scales removed from their eyes. Everything that we have can be used because we're creators. Now, like you said, there's not a lot said in the Bible, but I think it's a it's a good question. Like, you know, well, God, why 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 would He allow that to happen? Because God doesn't take things away. Like He created us. He created exactly. now Satan. Like He had all those things. He had all the the good gifts, right? But He chose. He wanted more. Mm -hmm. He wasn't content with what He was given. Come on. So even in that story, it's the hilarious generosity of God, where he's regardless of what a person chooses to do with or without his gift. Because it all it took was Michael saying when the devil came to wrestle for Moses' body, all Michael just did was rebuke you. Like, we don't even have time for this. So we are going to deal with you, but your time is not yet. Like that, that the it's and not like and even when his time comes to be one angel, it's one angel. The Bible says one one small and a, a small angel will come and do. It, so it was not even and to haul him into the bottomless pit. Haul him into the bottomless pit. So it's not a, it's, it's not. And the thing that looks like is long before us is actually in a blink of an eye. In terms of like what is happening on the other side of eternity, like it looks like it's been it's taking long for us. But when we remember that a thousand years is like one day up there, mm -hmm. we're literally in like what day six. So it's not even been up to a week <laughs> for them. Mm. So yeah. So does that answer or bring clarity mm -hmm. to your question, Lala? Is, is that making making a lot more sense to you? It does I mean of 
still some things are just like, okay, God, why did you let that happen? But he's he didn't take free will away, right? He didn't take free will away. The right for them to choose what tree they were going to eat from. He did not take it away from them. And I think that's it. Like his nature is not to necessarily control us because love can't be controlled. You can't make somebody love you. It has yes. to be a choice. Yes. And that's what he did. It is love so he that was controlled to be abusive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it, it's so funny yeah. because, you know, different flavors of these conversations where people say things like, oh, it would it just not have been easier if God just compelled all of us to love him. But you know the matter is, let's take the Israelites as a, as a good case in point. With everything that God satisfied them with and did for them, they got to a point where they're like, you know what? We want something else. And that is the unfortunate reality of the flesh that we inhabit. Where regardless, because they, like, I, I can't think of a more perfect place than heaven. Mm. And But even in the midst of that perfection, the devil still chose that, you know what, I can be good. The dangerous thing about familiarity, mm -hmm. people say familiarity brings contempt, which is disrespect. Mm -hmm. But I also believe familiarity brings discontent. Mm -hmm. Because think about it. Everyone start with Israelites. You have seen him part the Red Sea. Come on. Your clothes did not tear. No, no, did, you, you did not look for food. If you want water, they struck the rock. You want you want um you want um food they brought manna manna what is this they brought meats from so every day you had enough to eat your needs were met you they began to be familiar with God hmm. and so when like Adam and Eve they began to be familiar and in the presence of familiar familiarity discontent you start to see yourself like what how is this person different what what does how is this person different from me you. Contempt happens and discontent happens. Contempt, where you start to disrespect the person or disrespect the gift or dis disrespect the atmosphere that you are in. Mm. And discontent starts to happen because what else is there? I want more. I want to be. So even in marriage, there would always be a finer person. There would always, always be a more handsome person. Are you? Are, can you appreciate the goodness, even if the person, the 80% that you have, and you're looking for the 20% out there? Can you appreciate the person, the love of the person? You start to contempt, disrespect the love that the person has given you and who the person is to you, and discontent, start looking for more outside. Mm. That's what's happened here in this story. And I believe, and as, as we started to see, and the serpent Satan said to the woman, Can it be that God has said, mm. You shall not eat of every tree in the garden? Now, Compare that to what God said. Hmm. Compare that to what God said in um, Z15. You may freely, unconditionally eat the, the fruit from every tree in the garden, but only from the tree of the knowledge of recognition of good and evil shall you not eat. So God presents the story to you, putting your identity so you see how much authority you have, how much freedom you have, how much grace you have, so that you see the testimony and the story. When the devil presents it to you, he shows you the limitations and the pains and the headaches and everything you cannot get in this story. 
the aim of the enemy is the questioning of the love of God for you. If he can question God's love, mm. if he can question God's nature to you, mm. he can question everything else about your intimacy with God. Mm. Because the why of God is love. Because if you can question love, you can question Christ. If you can question Christ, you can question reconciliation in Christ. You can question reconciliation in Christ. You can begin to question every other thing and you begin to think you have to add something to the finished work to make you worthy of God, to make you loved by God, to make you intimate. And to, or you begin to think that God is restricting some things from you or there's something wrong with you that God is not doing or loving. So all the devil does is to give you a lie to question the love of God. And he started by telling, by giving you enough commonality to convince you, but enough lies to confuse you. A commonality is God saying about eating. Mm. The lie is not any three. That word any. And God said all except. All except versus none at all. He has twisted it. God is showing you all you can eat, but you cannot eat this. Mm. The devil is showing you that you cannot eat this, forgetting about all you can eat. You do not see the benefits. You only see what you cannot receive from God now. And the temptation is to go outside of God to get something. We don't realize whatever you have to go out of God to get, you have to stay out of God to keep. Mm. Are we tracking people? And the woman said to the serpent. Okay. Lala, did you want to say something? That was good. And I never thought about that. Like, he was in heaven. What more could you want? Mm -hmm. But, see, Golly. when we analyze the statement, even Adam and Eve, they were created in the image and likeness of God. Mm -hmm. They, were, they had received the breath of God, which gave them wisdom and knowledge and understanding. So they knew whatever good and evil could be. They were like God. They already knew good. They were already pronounced good. So now, if they are telling you that we, God said you shall not eat from it or touch it otherwise, but the serpent said to them, you will certainly not die, for God knows that on the day you eat it, your eyes will be open. That is, you will have greater awareness, and you will be like God. They were already like God. Knowing the difference between good and evil, mm. they already knew. So it goes to say the underlying tone here is since they already like God, they wanted to be separate, autonomous from Him. That key word there, autonomous, which means having authority for themselves, God unto themselves, which means devil was tempted, the devil tempted them to commit the same sin he committed. So the aim, the aim of the enemy is to find partakers. In the look of fire with him. Mishari, hmm. you had a question. So the rejection of Christ is what caused, is what created evil. Is that what you're saying? I, I didn't say that. Because I didn't, I didn't say that, because I didn't even go, go in that direction. But I do, I. Hmm. Well, you could you could actually say that, Michelle. You would you would also be right in saying that because the tree of life is Christ. The thy word represents. represents Christ. For thy word is a tree of life. The word is the tree of life. So 
Christ is the Word. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So the tree of life, life represents Christ. He is eternal life. He's life more abundantly. So in him was life, and the life was life of men. Mm -hmm. So there are many scriptures affirming that that the tree of life represents Christ. Mm -hmm. So they re rejected Christ by choosing. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I meant the devil in heaven when he got kicked out. When he got kicked out to darkness, that's what created evil. Okay. I think that was the question. The question was, where did evil come from? If God yes. created all things, where did evil come from? So evil came from the devil wanting to be God himself, which is a rejection of God. So he got cast down to darkness, which evil was created then. Because God did not create evil. Correct? Evil came to have power because man gave it. The manifestation, because man had authority, over dominion the over the earth. Yes. And from the moment man chose to be like God, chose, because they were already like God, chose to eat the tree of the tree of good and evil, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, since man knew the knowledge of good and evil, which is the tree of morality. Understand, since man chose morality outside God and they start, started defining morality by his emotions and decisions, the morality of man brought evil into the world. So if man never chose to eat the tree of good and evil, if man never chose a morality outside of the direction of the spirit of, of, the, of, of God, evil would never have come into the world. While the devil was on earth, while the darkness was upon the face of the man had authority. Man had man in the image and likeness of God had power upon the earth, had dominion. He ceded his dominion. We'll get to that part as, as I describe it in, in a bit. He ceded his dominion first to sin, then to the accuser, and then to death. And so he became subject to those things, subject to the whim of his flesh, because his flesh became his God. And since the as his flesh became the, his God, since flesh is ruled by a spirit, the spirit called sin, because sin is not just an action. We shared that earlier. Sin is a being. That's why when God was talking to Cain, he said, sin is crouching at your door. It is its desire. And the wages of sin is death. The morality of man caused the birth of sin. And since man became subject to sin, evil came into the world. That is the answer to your question. I think I, to further buttress this point, mm. there is a good, a good that is of God, mm -hmm. that is incorruptible. Yes. That was the intention of, that's the intention that God had right in mm. creation so i think it's also important that when we read genesis mm. for the most part we remember that there's a lot of symbolism and imagery in the things that are being talked about so when you have some you okay you have you know you have an amazing voice as a singer <laughs> you can what, what, what's going on? mr henry said funny how questions bring up quest, more questions i just found myself asking why the tree was there in the first place because obviously god didn't need the tree for himself mm -hmm. and the tree wasn't right that's what i'm saying <laughs> so, but i think we should receive and enjoy all that he has given to us instead of focusing on what has not been given 
or what we think we lack. And, and that was that is the point of the of what uh, Moses was writing. Mm. Because remember, he was he was he was receiving revelations, mm. but he could not properly decode what he was receiving because the physical Christ had not been made manifest, and the Spirit of God who leads us into all truth mm -hmm. was not indwelling. So we who now are living in the revelation generation, we can now read these things from the lens of the Spirit and understand what God is telling us or saying to us in that story. So now a couple of things. At every point in a person's life, they are always going to be faced with a choice mm -hmm. because we are the only ones who have the authority and the dominion upon, to, the, earth. upon the earth to transverse the physical earth. Mm -hmm. So be it God needs to walk through man, be it the devil needs to walk through man. So those, both of those trees represent the decision where at a, at a time in your, everybody will be faced with, are you going to receive Christ or are you going to want to do life by yourself? So the existence of the good that is incorruptible because no one is good except God. Jesus mm -hmm. Christ said this himself. Mm -hmm. But any other type of good that is going to be evaluated outside of God will always have evil in it. So mm. if we then go all the way back and trace the lineage of man, we will then see people, because what we are terming as evil, it is not a quote-unquote being called evil that's knocking on people's doors. It is people's actions where they have caused harm to their fellow human being that we have now come to understand as evil. Morality. Exactly. So now, outside of a revelation of the love of God, it is going to be difficult for anybody to self to have selfless concern for their neighbor. Mm. Because it is the love of God that gives man that capacity. Mm. So it's like uh, you have someone who has a beautiful voice. They can either choose to use that voice to lead praise and worship or they can choose to use that voice to sing songs that bring people to a place of lust. Mm -hmm. I don't like it's all of these things where this like um it was somebody somebody discovered we like say gold, mm. right? Somebody else discovered that ah we can mine this thing and make beautiful jewelry out of it. Mm. Somebody else then discovered that, wait, if we melt the jewelry, we can create a calf. Mm -hmm. That, it was not God that created the calf. It, this was a raw material that based off of how people decided to use it, several outcomes came out. I think we're also forgetting that Eden is not a physical place. It's not a physical location, yes. Eden is not a physical location. I was trying to avoid going to... <laughs> So that I, I've been trying because you know, I don't know if you guys. I'm trying to dance around without going here, but I think there's no how we have to go. I was trying to avoid going here, but yeah, I think we have to. Eden is not a physical place. Eden is the heart of God. There, from from the heart of God comes the river of life. The river is the Holy Spirit, which says, "Out of your belly shall flow rivers." Because from the, the river is from Eden and connects to the garden. Mm -hmm. The garden is not in Eden. The garden is west. Was it west of it? Yes. East of Eden. So the garden is east of Eden. Mm -hmm. So 
garden somewhere it is east of eden so from the heart of god a river comes that is the holy spirit that comes to into the garden which is your own heart and then outside when the river comes out of your own heart it breaks into four so the river becomes rivers remember out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water so in your heart there you have you have a decision to be fed and live by the by the by the tree of life because mm -hmm. or by the tree of good and evil you can choose to be led by the nature of christ in you mm -hmm. Or you can be, you can be, you choose to be led by what pleases your flesh. If you choose to be led by what pleases your flesh, you have committed to be led by flesh. And the, the, your commitment to be led by that person called flesh, because sin is not just an action; it's a being. A being called sin is has a has a nature. His nature was born, this law first mentioned, nature was born in this situation here. This is how sin came to the world. The spirit of sin, the person called sin, the being called sin came into the world. Genesis 3, this is how it happened. So you are you would either be led by God, him, the Holy Spirit, defining your wisdom, defining your knowledge, defining your understanding, defining your godly counsel. Mm. These are all the things the Holy Spirit causes in man. That is why he did... That chapter defines that we received breath. The Holy Spirit is the breath of God in man. That breath that gives him understanding. That breath that gives him wisdom. That breath that gives him the knowledge that would define good. God's version of good that does not result in evil. If you are not utilizing the river of life in you. The river that you are immersed into to see the tree of life. The river that when you in your submission you become the nature of Christ. Which is life more abundantly, which is the tree of life. If you are not submitted to the flow, submitted to the directive and the feeding of that river, you'll be submitted to the desires of your flesh. And everything the flesh leads results in death. Mm -hmm. Death is a result of evil. Evil is a consequence of sin. Sin has its, its laws. Its laws are activated by the accuser. And everything the accuser presents under the law of sin must result in death. Mm. Where there is law, there is evil. Mm. Because it, 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 the it, law is kind of like the marker to say, once you cross this, you are crossed into unknown territory. Yes. The law describes the trespass. Mm -hmm. The law which describes the yeah. trespass. Which is why sin is empowered by the law. It's empowered by the law because sin is an enforcer, is a master. And for us who were subject, who committed to him, committed to his laws. And for his laws, for his laws to be kept, he needs an advocate, the accuser who stands before God, accusing day and night. And then if you receive a favorable judgment that this is evil and this matches with the jurisdiction of sin, there must be a jailer, an enforcer called death that separates man from the intimacy with God. Mm -hmm. That is why Christ had to come mm -hmm. first in the sacrifice of, sacrificing of his blood 
so that his blood can speak better things than any blood of Abel. So the blood can speak better things. So when the accuser comes, his blood is speaking. As if that is not enough, he also is an advocate standing before God. So his blood is speaking, he's also speaking. The Holy Spirit is also an advocate. So we have three lawyers against their one. So as if that was not enough, that we have three lawyers against their one. Now, sin has no dominion because sin cannot speak. Because the aim of today, you will see how. You will see. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we had time We're to time see. To get there. We had time to get there. But yes, in today, we're going to show you how both physically mm-hmm. for 30 pieces of silver and the price of a slave mm-hmm. is 30 pieces of silver. In those times. In those times, the price of a slave is 30 pieces of silver. Christ was sold into slavery. Yep. Jesus sold Christ into slavery to the priest to be subject to anything. So, oh my God, Judas man sold Christ, Christ into, into slavery, slavery to a priest who is a representative of the law. Yes. My God. So, yes, you are getting it now. Mm-hmm. No. Wow. I don't know if we we'll get. To I wish. I wish we had enough time. I would have shown you in scripture. So I would have shown you, ah, Father. We have enough time. Um. <laughs> what? My God. Okay. Son of man. So that's sold this son. This is why people don't know that Barabbas's first name is Jesus. So Jesus Barabbas. Was exchanged for Jesus the Christ. My God. So not only was he sold into slavery hmm. for 30 pieces of silver. My God. My God. He fulfilled the physical expectations of sin when he was he was he sold, he was sold mm-hmm. as a slave mm-hmm. to, to bring us physically out of the slavery of sin. Yeah, that's what, that's what the book of Hosea was. The second part was. When they were accusing him, when mm-hmm. Jesus Barabbas mm-hmm. was exchanged, so no Barabbas, Bar, no, we call it Barabbas, Bar, it's not Barabbas, it's Barabbas, Bar, no Simon, Barjona, John, Barabbas. That is Aramaic word for, for son of. of. So, and we know Abba is, is the Aramaic word, word for, for father. father. And so, Barabbas, the, in, sa- the savior. Mm-hmm. He's the son of Abba. Mm-hmm. Jesus, the son of Abba, mm-hmm. died exchanging his life for sons of Abba. Abba. Mm-hmm. And when the when Pilate was talking to them, they said, let his blood be, be upon us and, and our children. So that is the great exchange. Hmm. That is why the blood speaks eternally right. upon every believer. Then Christ speaks eternally Upon every believer, and then the Holy Spirit also advocates upon for every believer. We have three advocates; they have one, and the advocate has lost his power mm-hmm. because the blood eternally speaks. Mm-hmm. And now sin has lost his authority because he became a slave of sin. Right. Because he became a slave of sin, but he, he knew no sin. Right. So the wages of sin could not hold him, and even when he paid the price of death. Death could not hold him because the wages of sin is death. That means 
since he committed his no sin there was no wage and since god had to be a just judge yeah. that means resurrection can, must happen since the person that died did not have sin yeah and so since the, the person who was sacrificed for our sin mm -hmm. still lives and his blood is still speaking there is therefore now no condemnation for all who are in christ jesus that's what we're supposed to go through today but i don't know <laughs> we skipped on the scriptures to get i think what is the the is the intentionality of god because the prophets which is why they always say you know the what we are what we've received and what we enjoy mm -hmm. is what the prophets prophesied about mm. like the whole drama in Hosea mm. was to get to this place of the prophet Hosea having to buy back his wife mm. Who had been sold into slavery, mm -hmm. and we are we are described as the bride of, of Christ. Christ. So, Prophet Hosea, representing Christ in that story, had to who his wife who had sold herself into adultery and all sorts had to be bought back for is it everything summed up to about thirty pieces of silver. This is the intentionality of the scripture. Said, I bought her for myself. For 15 pieces of silver and a whole and a homer and a half a barley, of the barley. price of a, a common slave. See, Jose bought Goma back after she had become a slave. The silver and the barley together totaled about 30 pieces of silver. silver, which was the exact same price that Judas sold Jesus for. And I think we, it was we forget one part. Mm -hmm. What did he call himself? What did he call himself? Not only was he sold, he is what the bread. Of and this was half of barley, barley that you used to make yes. bread. My God. But now I think what is even so interesting is mm. so that when Hebrews then shows up and tells us that we do not have a an advocate that does not that is not associated with us. Mm -hmm. Because if Jesus Christ had not been sold mm. and he died, mm -hmm. would I say okay, he was not a slave? Mm. Very good. But he had to become that slave to embody what we had become. Yes. And in his divinity, then buy us back into freedom. Yes. So when we embrace what Christ has done for us, we are, essentially, we are identifying with the entirety of his journey. Mm -hmm. Because now let's remember that before the foundations of the world was laid, the lamb was already slain. So it says, even this one says, mm -hmm. if the ox gores a male or female servant, mm -hmm. the owner shall give to the servant's master 30 shekels of silver, the precious price for a slave, and the ox shall be stoned. And he was stoned. He was spat on, he mm -hmm. was stoned. Mm -hmm. He was stoned with spit. He was stoned. No, he was stoned with stone, not mm -hmm. He was stoned, he was spat on. Was beaten. He was beaten. All the ways that they would have punished a slave. a slave. Everything that should have been done to a slave was done to him. My God. He walked the walk of a slave. Mm -hmm. Died the punishment of a slave. Died the punishment of a of someone who had committed a crime. Mm. Look at Matthew twenty six. Hmm. Are people tracking? Please. I I, I don't know if we if we are. Heritage is a strong one. Matthew 26. I'm and I'm so sorry. This is so good. Like, I've been screaming since. 
<laughs> when you broke the story of Jose and how he bought back his wife. Like, mm. I've been screaming since. Oh, my God. So good. Mm. Types mm. and shadows. Like, mm -hmm. types and shadows of Christ. The intentionality of God's word. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. the intentionality. Like, it shows you how every single part of the scriptures was actually fulfilled. Absolutely. And God left no stone unturned. Like, mm -hmm. it was it was done so perfectly. Ah, like, it's just busting my brain. Okay, Christ came to fulfill the law. That this is that intentionality and working it out to understand that by the 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 all the things that had to do with slavery, with all the punishments and all of the laws that had to do with that, every single thing he fulfilled to cancel out the dispensation of the law. Then one of the 12 disciples was called Judas Iscariot, mm -hmm. went to the chief priest and said, what are you willing to give me if I hand Jesus over to you? Like it's so, sorry, chief priest, custodian. Of the law. So, like it's, it, ah, my God, like custodians of the law. So that law, which is so, and I think it's also important to call out that the, the, what we, the law is actually a newer covenant than the covenant that God and Jesus had that Abraham partook of. Let's also put that out there. So what we are calling the old covenant is actually a newer covenant versus the one that happened that Abraham witnessed between God and Jesus. Because this was this is where people say they are going into covenant with God because of that story with Abraham. Abraham fell asleep. Yes. It was the lamp and the, so God and Jesus were the ones that fulfilled, that went into that covenant that Abraham now benefited out of because Abraham was sleeping. He was in a place of rest. rest. He was back in, it, it, they took him back to Genesis mm -hmm. where Adam was at rest. Mm -hmm. where, where, so anyway, that being said, now the law came, right? And the custodian of the law was now the one that put the one that fulfilled the law to death. Because think about this: He's the word to form to formulate laws. You have to use words, okay. right? So the one who, quote and unquote, the word even the, the one that represents the word and the people or the ways that the law came to be formulated. So it's like you have a boss. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you now because you don't know who your boss is anymore. You now go and plan with somebody else mm. to take over or to kill your boss, mm -hmm. not knowing that your boss has done nothing wrong. And what the devil meant for if God turned it around. So when he says all things work together, if they knew they would not kill, uh, kill mm -hmm. the Lord of glory. Yeah. Said, so, look at First Corinthians fifteen fifty six. Said the sting of death is sin. Mm -hmm. The power of sin by which it brings death is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us victory as conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. So, MB27, I'll read this, do this in TPT. I know we are, okay, we have to, it's 5 30. I mean, but mm -hmm. I want us to, I want us to be able to have some time to gist and answer question. Mm -hmm. 15, um, um, 15 to 25. I'm going to read in Timothy. 
Matthew 27, 15 to 25. So it says, now every year at Passover, it was the custom of the governor to pardon a prisoner and release him to the people they wanted. And at that time, Pilate was holding in custody a notorious criminal named Jesus Barabbas. That's his name. Mm -hmm. The criminal. Yes. See, see, Representing see. all of us. Look, it says, <laughs> as translate, I'm, I'm, let me show you guys. It says, so it's like Osi and Onya are saying it, as translated from the Hebrew and a few Greek manuscripts, most Greek texts have only Barabbas. Hmm. The name Barabbas is Aramaic and it means son of a father mm -hmm. or son who is like his father. My God. We who are made in the image and likeness mm -hmm. of God. New Adams. He becomes a picture of mm -hmm. every son of Adam, our father. From, is, is someone trying to join the call? Okay. What was that? Yes. Of every, oh, the, this yep. yes. He becomes a picture of every son of Adam, our father. Some believe this is a figure of speech, a nickname for one who is, a, who is born an illegitimate son hmm. with no father. The true son of the father was crucified that day. AKA Judgment Day, according to Isaiah, hmm. Amos. We are, uh, that's because we can't. We, we hope us that we we'll get to Judgment Day today, but we cannot get to Judgment Day. So <laughs> maybe Friday. Okay, on Friday we'll talk about because this, because we are getting to the cross. Mm -hmm. So we have to talk about the cross and what happens at it. So on Friday, for those who are there, we'll talk about Judgment Day. We'll continue as a part two of this of today. So for those who are there on Friday, you get that part. So as a crowd of people assembled outside of Pilate's residence, mm -hmm. he went out and offered them a choice. Mm -hmm. He asked them, who would you want me to release to you today? Jesus, who is called Barabbas, mm -hmm. or Jesus, who is called the Anointed One. Mm -hmm. Now, Pilate was fully aware what the religious leaders had handed, they were fully aware that the religious leaders had handed Jesus over to him because of their bitter jealousy. Mm -hmm. Just then, as Pilate was presiding over the tribunal, see, what was it? What's the tribunal? The judgment seat. <laughs> My God. So, upon the judgment seat, mm -hmm. there was a great exchange. My God. Upon the judgment seat, there was a great exchange. Let's keep going. And I think what is key there, he was a man. Mm -hmm. Just carry on. It was man pronouncing judgment over God, that God should take the price of man. And man accepted and set upon us and our children. Mm -hmm. Just then, mm -hmm. as Pilate was presiding over the tribunal, his wife sent him an urgent message. Always the women. Thank God for us. Don't harm that holy man. Mm. For I, I suffered a horrible nightmare last night because of him. Meanwhile, the chief priests and the religious leaders were inciting the crowd to ask for Barabbas to be freed and to have Jesus killed custodians of the law so Pilate asked them again hmm. which of the two men would you like me to release for you they shouted barabbas Pilate asked them then what would you have me to do with jesus who is called the anointed one hmm. they all shouted back crucify him why Pilate asked what has he done wrong hmm. when they kept shouting crucify him when Pilate Sorry, like this is even so wild to me because, and what I mean by so wild to me is so 
when people then say things like, you know, why did um, like God created all of this and this, da, 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 that why did he even put us in this situation? We pass judgment on him. Mm -hmm. We have passed judgment on God. This is us passing yeah. judgment on God. Yeah, like men has passed judgment on God. So it is the height of, would I call it ridiculousness? Entitlement. An entitlement. After you have crucified a person to still be saying, why did he create us with all of this? Like, why did this happen? Why did that happen? After he has already been. This is why man cannot be. <laughs> it can't be me. <laughs> when Pilate realized that's why man cannot be God. I, no, uh -huh. yeah, it cannot be me because I'm going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> what else do you want? <laughs> when Pilate realized that a riot was about to break out hmm. and that it was useless to try to reason with the crowd, hmm. he sent for a basin of water. After washing his hands in front of the people, he said, I am innocent of the blood of this righteous man. The responsibility for his death is now yours. And the crowd replied, let his blood be on us and on our children. Hmm. This is where the price of that blood began to be shed for us. Hmm. And then we move into 2 Corinthians. My God. Second Corinthians says, I know I'm going fast, but I think we have already described everything, so we, it's easy for us to go through it. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says, He made Christ, who knew no sin, to judicially. Yeah, by the judgment seat of Pilate. Judicially. Hmm. We sin on our behalf. So that in him oh we will become the righteousness of God. Oh, that is blowing my mind. So the extreme of God's holiness mm -hmm. is called the Holy Spirit. Right. That spirit is now in us, and we are right. not exploding. We are not catching on fire. Mm -hmm. We are not hey, we're we not burning. We are not rubbing our body. Hey, the old uncle wrote that they wanted to go near the ark. Died. To stop it from falling. Yeah, he wanted to help the ark to he died, mm -hmm. but we are not on fire. That's, that is a testament to how effective the blood of Jesus is at work in us hmm. and has worked for us. Yep. It says, we have become the righteousness of God. So you are not, it is not your righteousness you have. Mm -mm. It is now God's righteousness that you represent. Mm -hmm. Let me repeat that. A lot of times we come to God thinking that the standard is our righteousness. My God. Now, because your, your righteousness is like filthy rags. That's what the Bible says. But now in Christ, you have obtained, you have now become that in him, so you didn't obtain, you became him. Hmm. Despite your humanity, right? you became his divinity, which is holy and righteous. We, we would become the righteousness of God, that is, we will be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by his gracious, loving kindness. Are people tracking? Is this making sense? Mm -hmm. The work was perfect. The work no, was perfect. No holes. Work was, that is why the Bible now says, having understood all this, mm -hmm. what the blood has done, what God has done, you can now come to Romans 8 and say, there is therefore now no condemnation, no guilty verdict, no punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus, mm -hmm. who believe in him as personal Lord and Savior. 
for the law of the spirit of life which mm -hmm. is in christ jesus the law of our new being mm -hmm. has set you free from the law of sin and death mm -hmm. which could not do yeah. that is overcome sin and remove its penalty its power being weakened by flesh man's nature without the holy spirit mm -hmm. man's dead nature god did mm -hmm. god did not the song anyway <laughs> he sent his son he sent mm -hmm. his own son in the likeness of sinful man as an offering for us for sin and he condemned sin in the flesh mm -hmm. subdued it and overcame it in the person of his mm -hmm. own son so that the righteous and just requirement of the law so both the law as a, as a as a human slave and the law as a spirit being who sacrifices his blood because the wages of sin is death the price of the of a physical slave is that so he fulfilled the human requirement 30 shekel, uh, 30, 30 pieces of, of silver and he fulfilled the spiritual requirement which is the, which is death so that the righteous just requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us mm -hmm. who do not live our lives in the ways of flesh guided by worldliness and sin and our sinful nature but live our lives in the ways of the spirit guided by his power heritage is a strong one brings us to where we started from oh. john 3 16. and this is where we can come to a close and we can then just answer more questions see again for god so greatly loved mm -hmm. and dearly prized the world mm -hmm. that he gave that he even gave even his one and only begotten son mm. so that whoever believes and trusts in him as savior shall not perish but have eternal life what is eternal life john 17 3 that they may know him mm -hmm. In the person of his son, Jesus Christ. Love is the foundational testimony of the believer. Love is our why. Mm. To know love is to see Christ. To see Christ is to see our testimony. To see our testimony is to enjoy the reconciliation to God in rest. Amen. Amen. Questions, comments, concerns? What have you all learned today? What do you guys do? What do you know agree with? What are you taking from today? Like what questions, common concerns? Floor is open. Can you stop the recording? Hmm? Do you feel are you sensing to stop it? Hmm. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll stop the recording here. So that people can comfortably ask questions. Let me let me stop the recording. Or should we do the declarations first before we stop the recording? Okay, let's do the declaration, then we'll stop the recording so people can be comfortable to ask the questions of of um so let's do the declarations. So let's if you can come up with me now, let's declare together. One, two, three, go. I, I am, am a son. son uh, let's say we instead of I. Okay. okay. One, two, three, go. We, we are sons on a mission. Our assignment is to be. We exist by the breath of God. Our assignment is to be and breathe. Our atmosphere is the atmosphere of belief. Our assignment is to be and live. 
Our testimony is the story of love. Our assignment is to be and love. We walk in the fullness of the I am. Our assignment is to be and rest. We move as the atmosphere of Christ. Our assignment is to be an impact. We execute with the vision of Christ. Our assignment is to be the light. We are empowered by the Holy Spirit of God. Our assignment is to be and lead. Christ is doing all things through us. Conquering the impossible is the norm for us. We bring breath, we bring light, we bring love. Our assignment is to believe. Thank you, Father. For by belief, we have received everything that you have promised in your word. We receive everything, a sacrifice of Christ has conferred unto us. We walk into this week as the atmosphere of Christ. We receive the blessing and the testimony of this week. Doors are open because Amen. we are moving by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace is working for us. Yes, Life, we enter into the rest of God. It's our week of ease, our week of double. This is the season of double, and yes, you have doubled Lord. our blessings, double the grace, double for everything that you have. Everything the sacrifice of Christ has conferred unto us mm-hmm. for this season, we receive it. We are not out of time. We are not out of toll. Yes, we are Lord. not out of season because we are in the beginning. It's always our time. It's always our turn. Yes, always our season. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We receive the testimony of the vision of God. We shall dream dreams and see visions. So we, we know the desire of God. Yes, we Lord. execute in accordance with his will. Yes, All ministries are aligned for the fulfillment of God's will in our life. In the Amen. name of Jesus, we move in purpose. Yes, the Lord. season of ease. We will rebuke stress. We rebuke confusion. Life be in our mind. Life Amen. be in our heart. So deep Depression has no authority about everything that comes to the atmosphere of belief. We receive it. All the signs that follow the believer, we receive it in the name Amen. of Jesus. Your nature is tangible in our life. Yes, love Lord. works for us. Amen. Love heals us. We Amen. have become the love that we believe, and we walk out the nature in every space that you have called us to. We are not swayed left and right like the wind. We are focused. We are direct. We are moving as the army of God in every space that you have called us to. We are not overwhelmed by the place. Amen. We don't cower in shame. We yeah. stand out in the glory. But we have received the glory and we move from glory to glory, from love to deeper loving. Life is responding to the Christ in us. So doors are open for the will of God in accordance for us Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. All things are now in concordance concerning our lives. We are not running helter-skelter like headless chickens. All things are falling in accordance to the will. We, are, we have abundant bread for our table, yeah. abundant seed to sow, abundant waters for our fields in the name of Jesus. Yeah. We are not worn out. Yeah. We are not broken down. Yes. But we walk and we live in the abundance of Christ in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. It Thank shall be another Lord. week of testimony yes, where we Lord. shall become and give glory to God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Glory so we are officially over, but we're going to hang out for questions, comments. I mean, the overflow as usual. So if you have questions, comments, concerns, huh? let's stop the recording. Oh, let me stop the recording so people can be comfortable asking the questions they want. Calling is officially.